0: Welcome to the Discover True Treasure podcast. I'm your host, Angela. The episodes this season are inspired by my daily reading passages from my one year Bible. Last week, we continued our brief study of Psalm 34 by talking about the Lord's goodness. Today, we are going to focus on verses 11 through 16, and we are going to talk about important keys To living a long and prosperous life. Okay, I hope you're ready. Let's begin. Thanks again for joining me. It is so good to be with you today. I would like to jump right into the verses that we will be focusing on and Again, those verses are 11 through 16 of Psalm 34, and I am going to read those verses from the New Living Translation. Okay, starting with verse 11. Come, my children, and listen to me, and I will teach you to fear the Lord. Does anyone want to live a life that is long and prosperous? Then keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. Turn away from evil and do good. Search for peace and work to maintain it. The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right. His ears are open to their cries for help. But the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. He will erase their memory from the earth. Okay, so starting with verse 11, the psalmist, who of course is David, states that he is going to teach his children to fear the Lord. Now, I believe that we can translate the word fear to worship the Lord. I believe we could even say trust the Lord because these words, I believe, help convey what David is actually saying. He's not saying that we should be afraid, that we should be scared, of the Lord, because we fear God with godly fear. And this type of fear is more like reverence. It's respect. It's the type of fear that would provoke worship, worship of God for who he is. Now, also in this verse, David said that he would teach his children. He says, come, my children, and listen to me, and I will teach you to fear the Lord. We could say that David could be referring to all of the children of Israel in general, or he could be referring to his own children. But for us, because David's words are inspired by God, because they are indeed scripture, we know that his words apply to us who are believers in Jesus Christ as well. So we want to take heed to what David is going to teach us in the following verses. Amen. Let's go on to verse 12. And here David asks, he says, does anyone want to live a life that is long and prosperous? And I hope your answer is yes, <laughs> amen. Now, why would he ask us this question if it's wrong to believe God for these things? If it's in fact wrong to desire long life and prosperity from the Lord, then why would David ask this question? Right after he said, come, come my children, I'm going to teach you to fear the Lord. And the first thing he does is he asks us a question. Do we want long life? Do we want to be prosperous? Amen. Well, it's not wrong, of course, to believe God for these things. God wants to grant these blessings to us. Why? Because the Lord is good and he wants to be good to us. He wants to bless us. And that's what last week's episode was all about. The goodness of God. Amen. So if you have not listened to that episode, please go back and listen to that. Okay. So I love how Peter, the Apostle Peter, I love how he quoted this portion of Psalm 34 in his epistle. He actually quoted these verses after he was talking about how we are not to retaliate when people insult us. And he said, instead of returning an insult for an insult, we are to pay those people back with a blessing. And then he says, we're to do this knowing that God will indeed grant us his blessing. And then he goes on to quote these scriptures. Amen. It is so clear to me in scripture that God is a rewarder, that he wants to bless us. And it is his good pleasure to bless us with long life and prosperity. So how do we receive long life and prosperity? Well, in verse 13, it says, keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies! Exclamation point! (laughs) I love the simplicity and practicality Of the word of God. David simply says, keep your tongue from evil and telling lies. He says, Do you want long life and prosperity? Well, here's what you do watch your words, be careful of what comes out of your mouth. Wow, just let that sink in. Simply being mindful of our words can cause us to be blessed with long life and prosperity. Wow. Avoiding insulting people, not cursing people, not slandering people, not gossiping or performing or engaging rather in any other form of evil speech leads to great blessings blessing so great as long life and prosperity. Doesn't that show us how much power is in our words? Doesn't that indicate what our words can do? We know that the word of God tells us that our words can minister life or death. Life or death is in the power of the tongue. Wow. Okay, moving on the psalmist goes on to say in verse 14 that we are also to turn away from evil and do good. Well, let me say, as believers in Jesus Christ, we have turned away from the evil of our old life, of our old man, and we have believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, which is the only work that God requires for salvation. Amen. Now, of course, out of that salvation, out of putting our faith in Jesus Christ, we will do good works. We will do good works in service of others. We will do good works that glorify the Lord. Amen. But verse 14 goes on to say that Not only are we to turn away from evil, which we have done, amen, do good, which we have done if we are believers in Jesus Christ and we do good works because we have done the most important work, which is believe in the finished work of Jesus Christ, amen. But this verse tells us to do something else, to search for peace and work to maintain it. Now that makes me think about Romans 12, 18, which tells us that if it be possible, as much as lies within you, it says, live peaceably with all men. I know it can be very challenging to live in peace with all men in today's world because there are so many people who are perpetually Angry. It's like they're looking for reasons to be angry. They have a chip on their shoulder, and frankly, they don't want peace. They love the divisiveness of politics and cultural wars. But nevertheless, as believers in Jesus Christ, we have to know that living in peace with others is so important to God. That it states right here, it's one of the keys to living a long and prosperous life. So while it may be tempting, and it is tempting to allow the flesh to dictate to us in this area, I pray that we will remember in those challenging moments when we're not seeking peace, when we're not working to maintain it. I pray that we will remember that we are the salt of the earth. We are the light of this world. And by the Holy Spirit who lives in us, we have the power to choose peace over strife. Hallelujah. We can choose peace over strife by quickly forgiving others. We can refuse to repay evil for evil. We can choose peace by not avenging ourselves and waiting on the Lord to avenge us and fight our battles for us. And, you know, from a practical perspective, seeking peace and working to maintain it will cause us to live a more stress-free and peaceful life. So while it may feel good to have the last say in a disagreement, it may feel good to come up with a really witty insult for someone who insulted you, or it may feel good to hold on to a grudge because you know the other person is just flat out wrong. But here's the thing, God knows that if we choose conflict over peace if we choose to do these things to have the last word to repay insults with insults to hold on to grudges etc god knows these things will rob us of peace he knows that they bring unnecessary stress into our lives and stress We all know this now. We live in this modern world. We know how deadly chronic stress can be, how it impacts our bodies in so many negative ways. But of course, God is a wise, wise God. And He tells us right here in this psalm to seek peace instead. And why? Because he knows that in doing so, it will yield great benefits. Amen. Okay, so let's move on to verse 15. And in this verse, we are told that the eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right, and his ears are open to their cries for help. Now, as believers in Jesus Christ, We can be confident that the Lord is always watching over us and his ears are always open to us, not because of our own goodness. It is because we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. This promise is not dependent upon our human efforts or willpower or ability to do right. Instead, this promise is solely dependent upon the finished work of Jesus Christ. So knowing that should help us feel secure and confident that we can receive this promise as well. Amen. Okay, so moving on to the last verse that we will cover today, verse 16. And in this verse, we see that the opposite, all oh, the stark, dark opposite is true for those who do evil. Here, it says that the Lord's face is against those who do evil and that he will erase their memory from the earth wow, why is that? Well, I believe that one of the worst things, most evil things we can do in this life is reject the Lord Jesus Christ. Rejecting the Lord is evil. Now stay with me. Why would it be evil? Because when you reject Jesus Christ, you are choosing to believe a lie Instead of the truth. And who is the father of lies? Satan. When you reject Jesus Christ, you are choosing to live in darkness instead of light. So I know this may sound harsh, but I believe it's true. It is evil to not put your trust in the Lord. It is evil to reject him. After all, think about it. How did sin enter the world in the first place? It entered the world in the first place because Adam and Eve rejected the truth and received a lie. But dear believer in Jesus Christ, let me tell you, this verse does not apply to us. God's face will never be against us. Because we are forever in Christ Jesus. And even when we make mistakes, the Lord's ears will always be open to us. His ears are open to our prayers. His ears are open to our cries when we're searching for a way out of a situation that is sinful. Hallelujah. The Lord will never forsake us. So again, this scripture does not apply to us who have put our faith in Jesus Christ, who believe that he shed his blood for the forgiveness of our sins. Amen. The scripture applies to those who do not believe in the Lord. So those individuals cannot receive from the Lord these promises, But of course, they want these very things. What do most people want in this life? People want to live a long life, most people. People want to be prosperous. But here's the thing. They want these things, but they have to rely on the uncertainty of their human effort to achieve it. And that's what we see the world doing. Look at the many different ways people pursue long life. The many different ways that people pursue prosperity. Look at what they sacrifice to try to get prosperity. Look at what they sacrifice, what they have to do, all of the effort they have to put in to try to achieve long life. And even with all of that effort and sacrifice and money, It's so uncertain. But us, as believers in Jesus Christ, we can receive these blessings. We can receive long life and prosperity. Hallelujah. We can receive it because we put our faith in Jesus Christ and He qualifies us to receive these blessings and not just long life and prosperity. He is the reason why we can latch on to all of the promises in this psalm. Amen. Now let me end by saying that I hope you are encouraged. I hope you receive every single promise that the Lord has for you. And we have just read that the Bible says that we can have long life and prosperity. And as the Apostle Paul put it in his epistle, we can enjoy life and see many happy days. Oh, I pray you receive that. Remember, we receive these blessings by, well, of course, believing them. You have to believe them. But as it's laid out here in this psalm, there's some keys here seek peace. Amen. Seek peace and work to maintain it. Another key watch your words. Refrain from speaking evil. Refrain from speaking guile. Just simply be mindful of the words you speak. Now, if we go back to the first few verses of this psalm, we'll see that we were encouraged to praise the Lord at all times. We were encouraged to let his praise be continually in our mouths. Now think about it. If we take that seriously, if we focus on doing that, we won't have to worry about uttering evil words. If we're praising the Lord if we're confessing the goodness of God, if we are hiding the word in our hearts, we're not going to sin with our mouths. Amen. So I actually talked about the importance of watching our words in a previous episode last season. And if you want to hear more about the importance of watching our words, I encourage you to listen to episode 27, and it is entitled, Use Your Words Wisely. Now, in the meantime, confess these promises over your life. Believe them and receive them. Amen. Well, thanks again for joining me. I hope you were blessed by today's brief Bible study. Please join me next week for the last part, part four of this brief study of Psalm 34. We are going to be focusing on verses 17 through 22. If you have a prayer request, comment, or question, please leave me a voicemail message because I would love to hear from you and you can do so by simply clicking on the link in the show notes. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing to the podcast and share it with others. Until next time, rest in the assurance that you are valuable and dearly loved by our Heavenly Father and the Lord Jesus. Christ.